Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Wichita's number one talk. Good morning, 8 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Steve McIntosh. Wichita police investigating a fatal shooting of a child. We have the story. Kansas City police charged two men in the parade shooting from last week. I'm Ted Woodward. Those details just ahead. Wichita schools are hosting listening sessions for parents affected by potential school closings. I'm Dan O'Neill. I'm Rodney Price. Several Wichita parks and facilities will see improvements in 2024. A look at how much the city will spend on these projects is coming up. I'm KNSS, meteorologist Dan Holiday. A record high for today in Wichita is 79, set back in 1935. While we likely won't break that today, we will get close to it. Our complete forecast is coming up. A young child was found dead in southeast Wichita Tuesday morning. This is near Lincoln and Edgemore. Emergency responders were called to check on a child not breathing. They found the two-year-old deceased. Cause of death has not been determined. Wichita police are investigating Monday evening's shooting that left a one-year-old child dead and two women critically injured. This was at Pawnee and Oliver. Investigators say a shooter fired multiple shots from a handgun into an apartment. Three adults and three children were in the apartment. Three people in the apartment were not hit. A 10-month-old baby girl, a 5-year-old girl, and a 24-year-old man. One person was arrested at the scene for allegedly interfering with law enforcement officers. Wichita City Council member Mike Hoheisel commented on the case. And we will catch the person who did it, and they will face justice. But after that, we're going to have to continue and really buckle down on what we are doing as a community, all of us. Anyone with information is asked to call Wichita Police at 316-268-4407 or Crime Stoppers at 316-267-2111. Kansas City officials are providing an update on their investigation into the shooting that took place after the Chiefs' Super Bowl victory parade. Fox's Matt Finn reports two men have been charged. Prosecutors say those two men are being charged with second-degree murder, and they got into a fight with at least one other person after the Kansas City Chiefs parade last week. That's when the pair pulled out their guns and started firing, ultimately killing one woman and injuring 22 other people. A Kansas City prosecutor announced that 18-year-old Dominic M. Miller and 22-year-old Lyndall Mays have been charged with second-degree murder and unlawful use of a weapon. They're being held on $1 million bail. Investigators say it was Miller's firearm that hit Lisa Lopez Galvan, killing her. 
And the prosecutor said even more people might be charged, but the prosecutor declined to comment on just how many shooters might be out there. At least half of the people struck with gunfire during the shooting were minors. Wichita Public Schools are hosting a series of listening sessions, considering closing six schools because of a budget shortfall. The sessions will take place today at Marshall Middle School, 1510 North Payne, tomorrow at West High School, 820 South Osage, and Monday at the Administrative Center, 903 South Edgemore. All three sessions begin at 530. The board will also hold a public hearing on February 29th at 6 p.m., at the Elvin Morris Administrative Center, and then will vote on the school closures at their regular March 4th meeting. Dan O'Neill, KNSS News. The city of Wichita will spend nearly a million dollars for improvements to parks and facilities in 2024. The Wichita City Council approved $100,000 for new park signs at Riverside Tennis Center, the Fairmount Community Center, along with several others. Around $550,000 will go toward enhancements at Garvey Park, Cessna Park, and others. The city will spend $225,000 for improvements to the Charles Dowdy Jr. Tennis Facility at McAdams Park. Councilmember Brandon Johnson called the project exciting. This is um, pretty awesome, and seeing this uh, opportunity is a, a great one, and I know it'll get a lot of good usage. Barry Sanders Field, also at McAdams Park, We'll get a new grass turf, bleachers, and hydration station. The price tag for these improvements is around $54,000. Rodney Price, KNSS News. Former President Donald Trump has wrapped up a Fox News town hall in South Carolina ahead of that state's GOP presidential primary. The former president touting his record on the economy and border security at the event in Greenville. I took the money out. We built 571 miles of border wall, and that's what made our border so good. Telling Fox's Laura Ingram, despite missing the GOP presidential primary debates, he feels he has an obligation to debate President Biden, including on foreign policy and calling his indictments political interference. All because of the fact that I'm, and you know this, all because of the fact that I'm in politics. But answering a voter who asked how he'll focus on improving the nation instead of settling old scores, he replied his revenge would be success. Kristen Goodwin, Fox News. KNSS News time now, 8.05, five minutes past 8 o'clock. few of our high school basketball teams are seeking perfect seasons. We'll talk about that coming up in sports. America's casinos celebrating a record year. That story coming up on the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. The KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted, 8.08 now. Eight minutes, make that nine minutes past eight o'clock and 41 degrees. A busy agenda planned for today's meeting of the Sedgwick County Commission. Chair Ryan Beatty tells KNSS News the commission will entertain a purchase agreement for a building to be the new Election Commission headquarters near 37th and Rock. At 3639 North Comatera Street, this is in north, northeast Wichita. It's a great building, 46,000 square feet. It meets all the needs for parking. It's on a bus route for transit. There's not a whole lot of remodel that's going to have to, have to happen in this building. But what most people don't understand is, is the county has been looking for an election office since 2018. The current election commission office is in the old county courthouse in downtown Wichita. Beatty commented during his weekly appearance on the Stephen Head of the Morning Show on KNSS. 
The House has not passed a Senate-approved bill to fund Ukraine, which also contains a measure on improving military stockpiles. The Ukraine aid bill held up in the House of Representatives includes $20 billion to revamp U.S. weapons stockpiles, like Stinger missiles made in Tucson, Arizona, which have not been manufactured since 2004. Christopher Callio, president of RTX, which makes the Stinger missiles, explained in December why this matters. That production line went dry for, for many years because of a lack of orders. In fact, we had to bring people back out of retirement to kind of help us reconstitute that line. The Pentagon signed a $624 million contract to replace the 1,400 Stinger missiles sent to Ukraine, and now that production line is active again, helping modernize U.S. military stockpiles. At the Pentagon, Jennifer Griffin, Fox News. A big conservative conference will do things a little differently this year. The 2024 Conservative Political Action Conference in Washington will ask those attending who's their pick to be former President Trump's running mate. The straw poll usually asks who conference goers prefer to be the GOP nominee, but the website for the event says, quote, stand with President Trump. Former President Trump will be among the speakers over the next few days as the conference will focus on issues like impeaching Attorney General Merrick Garland, reducing government spending, and calling on corporate leaders to disavow anti-Semitic groups. In Washington, Ryan Schmelz, Fox News. America's casinos celebrating a record year. There's an old saying, the house always wins. And that was especially true in 2023 as America's commercial casinos won $66.5 billion from gamblers last year. And when the figures from tribal-owned casinos are added later this year, that number is expected to jump to about $110 billion. One of the keys, legal sports betting, which resulted in over $10.9 billion in revenues for casinos, an increase of almost 45%. Americans placed nearly $120 billion on legal sports bets last year. That's up nearly 28%. Kevin Uretsky, Fox News. KNSS News Time now, 812, 12 minutes past 8 o'clock. We have a traffic accident. Uh, you'll want to avoid the area, and this accident is at uh, Fawney and Mosley. You can avoid the area. We also have a stalled-out vehicle and some really heavy traffic eastbound Kellogg right there at the Central Business District traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jed Chambers. Now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holiday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. Some high-level clouds are spreading into southern Kansas. That's ahead of a disturbance that's moving our way by this evening. A big warm-up expected this afternoon with a high 75. It'll be clearing off late tonight. Tello 44 as the frontal boundary pushes through. Cooler and breezy on Thursday with a high 62. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holiday. Now clear sky, 41 degrees, southeast wind at 6 miles per hour. At Wichita Severe Weather Station, 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. 8.13, Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. And uh, Missouri, the House in Missouri has voted to ban celebratory gunfire. Just days after the Chiefs Parade shooting. Fox News Radio's Jeff Manasso with us this morning. Good morning, Jeff. Hey, good morning. So lawmakers in Missouri voting to make it a misdemeanor. Uh, for a first offense uh, of shooting a firearm within city limits in the state. Uh, the measure is named after an 11-year-old child who was killed by a stray bullet in Kansas City on the 4th of July back in, in 2011. Obviously, it, become, it, it, it comes amid that deadly shooting you just mentioned during the Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl championship parade. But police 
say that wasn't a celebratory shooting. It appears to have stemmed from a fight between two groups of people. Yeah, the, the juxtaposition of having this kind of legislation done so soon after that, uh, my thought was, hey, isn't it a little bit, a little bit late for something like that? But you're, you're helping me out here. You checked up to another shooting that happened uh, a few months ago then, huh? Yeah, it was. So this was, this was, you know, this has been in the works, this, this measure uh, for, for quite some time. Uh, it's a bipartisan effort. And, uh, you know, this is one of those things where we've seen the videos, we've heard the audio, uh, major cities across the country sounding like Baghdad during uh, the 4th of July or, or uh, you know, New Year's Eve. And uh, there's no reason to shoot in the air. But when you shoot in the air, obviously the bullet has to come down and, and it, it kills people. And so, um, you know, first offense, misdemeanor, what is this going to do? Uh, is it going to mean anything to people who would do that? Uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But, um, you know, it's, it's, it's an effort to try and, and make some change. We'll see if it works. My understanding is Missouri's gun laws are pretty loose. Uh, they, they don't have a – pretty much unrestricted. But uh, it's the stupidity of shooting a gun up in the air – this is like you understand something comes out of the end of that thing that that goes on and on. It's, it's called a bullet. Apparently, some people don't know that. I don't know. You know, one. Yeah, right. It's like you know, law-abiding gun owners. Uh, you know, know that you don't just. You know, the the thought process that it must take to to pull a gun in front of hundreds of people and just start aimlessly shooting. Um, <laughs> that just doesn't register no. to to law-abiding gun owners right. and. Um, you know, and, and it appears that laws were already broken and that this shooting should not have happened. It, it appears one of the guns uh, from uh, from one of the, the, the now accused adult gunmen uh, appears to have been stolen in Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Uh, so two adults were charged yesterday yeah. uh, in, in this and two teens have also uh, been charged with you know, gun related and resisting arrest counts. These are these adults facing second degree murder and other charges. In the death of that beloved DJ, um, and and you know the shooting of of twenty two others, mostly children. It's just random shooting in a beef between two groups of people. Um, yeah, I, I don't know how. I don't know any gun law that get, can get beyond stupid. Well, there are a million people there. Eight hundred cops, not nearly enough. They would have to have about two two million police. Uh, to prevent something like this, so uh, yeah. uh, senseless. Uh, Jeff, hey, thanks for being with us. Appreciate, appreciate it this morning. Fox News Radio Jeff and also talking about a ban on celebrity, uh, celeb- celebratory shooting gunfire after Chiefs parade game, and uh, it's you know, uh, it's, as he said, this is hooked up to a shooting several years ago. We we used to have that, you know, Fourth of July, different times. Of the we used to have that here in Wichita. Quite a bit, and it's kind we had of, big problems on New Year's Eve. It's kind of died out, hasn't it, Ted, or has it? Yeah, I think it has. Yeah. But back in the 90s, especially yeah. the early 90s, it was a big problem. Well, people on New Year's Eve would just go out, and just there'd be tons of gunfire. <laughs> they finally yeah. finally put a clamp on that, and it's it doesn't happen as much uh, as it used to. Yeah. Listen, uh, 817 now, Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS, and... Uh, it's time for another look at sports this morning with Ted Woodward. Ted? It's Shocker basketball night. We have men's basketball action at Coke Arena. Only three home games left for the Shockers in the season, including tonight. Shockers and their longtime rival, the Tulsa Golden Hurricane. Tulsa has only won one road game the entire season. 
Shockers are a six-and-a-half-point favorite on home court tonight. Shocker head coach Paul Mills says the deal is uh, Tulsa wants you to foul them, so you have to play smart defense. 49% of their shots were threes, so it wasn't even as if, you know, um, I don't want to get into it, but uh, you you do. You, you have to – you can't be – use your hands like that, you know. you got to be able to defend with your chest. You have to chest the ball. We, we show players this a lot on film. Shock's trying to snap a three-game losing streak heading into this one tonight, but favored on home court. And you got to pay attention to the start time tonight. It's a little different. Mike Kennedy and Dave Dahl begin their pregame coverage at 7 p.m. The game will tip off at 8 o'clock tonight in Coke Arena. Listen live to the Shockers on 103.7 KEYN. Only three home games left. We have JUCO men's basketball tonight in El Dorado, 19th-ranked Butler Community College hosting Colby. Butler is on a three-game winning streak, 20-5 and five on the season. Dennis Higgins will have live coverage of Butler basketball, 7-15 tonight. That's over on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. High school basketball, we have some teams coming down the stretch trying to have undefeated seasons. Class of 5A girls, Andover wins at home, beats Salina Central by 22 points. The Andover girls are 19-0 on the season. Also in 5A, the Mays South boys win at home, beat campus by 20, by 36 points. The Mays South boys are undefeated at 19 and 0. And the McPherson boys win on the road at Augusta, 43-32. The McPherson boys are undefeated, 19 and 0. All those teams have one game to go, trying to get an undefeated regular season. Let's go back to football. Remember that uh, Chiefs playoff game in the brutal cold against the Miami Dolphins at Arrowhead oh. Stadium, first round of the playoffs and you couldn't uh, you know we had it free right here on KNSS of course but if you wanted to watch the game you had to subscribe to Peacock and pay for it yep. streaming and uh, everybody was bemoaning the fact that oh boycott Peacock boycott you know yeah, yeah well apparently not a lot of people boycotted it's a win for the NFL on streaming platforms the first streaming exclusive NFL playoff game helped drive the biggest day that Nielsen has ever measured the NFL wild card game between the Kansas City Chiefs and Miami Dolphins on Peacock was the first playoff game ever exclusive to a streamer. The January 13th game averaged close to 23 million viewers and accounted for 3.9 billion minutes of watch time, almost 10% of all streaming viewing that day. The NFL game also drove Peacock to its largest share of viewing for a month. Sports, and specifically the end of the NFL regular season and early playoff rounds, accounted for 28% of all broadcast viewing in January. Michelle Polino, Fox News. So they think they will do it again, Ted? Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, that day's coming. Right, when keep things coming in that direction. If you want to watch a football game on TV, you're going to have to pay something. Well, that's what happened with boxing. Remember that? You used to watch boxing for free on Wide World of Sports, and eventually they put it all, you had to pay for it all. Guess what? Yeah. Went down Boxing's to, gone yeah, away. No one cares about it anymore. Yeah. That could happen. The NFL, will, nah, the NFL will be smarter about it. I hope boxing. so. hope so. Happy birthday today to a key former Shocker basketball player, sharpshooter Sean O'Geary. is 38 years old today. Played three years for the Shockers. His best year was his sophomore year when the Shocks went to the Sweet 16 in 2006 under head coach Mark Turgeon. Then when uh, Greg Marshall took over as head coach, Sean O'Geary left and he went and played his final season at Wyoming for the Cowboys. Happy birthday to former Shocker 
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Sweet 16 team, Sean O'Geary. It's his birthday. He is 38 today. Sports is brought to you by the Farmer's Dog. For a healthier weight to more energy, you need to switch your dog food to the Farmer's Dog. The effects can feel magical. Check it out. The Farmer's Dog. 821 now. Keep it here for the Hannity Morning Minute. New York wants to hire illegal immigrants. That's on the way with Steve at 10 in the morning here on KNSS. Wichita's nationally recognized Marconi Awarded Radio Show. This is Stephen Ted on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Good morning, Steve McIntosh, Ted Woodford, 8.30 here on this Wednesday morning and 40 degrees. The Kansas flat tax has failed to overcome the governor's veto. Lawmakers were three votes shy of an override with five Republicans voting to support the veto. Representative Tory Marie Blue a Great Bend Republican says the plan would have benefited all taxpayers. Kansas is financially better off than prior years. We were elected to help hardworking Kansans instead of hurt them from tax burden and taxing them out of our great state. Democrats in Topeka say the plan did not help the middle class enough. If you're looking to replace your old gasoline-powered lawn equipment, well, you might be eligible for a rebate. The Wichita City Council approved the city's 2024 lawn care rebate program Eligible new electric or battery-powered lawn equipment, such as mowers, leaf blowers, trimmers, and edgers, would receive a rebate amount of $100 or the price of purchase. To get that rebate, applicants must provide proof that the existing combustion device was recycled. The program's goal is to remove gas-powered equipment, which the city says is responsible for between 25 to 36 percent of local emissions. Mulching blades would be eligible for a $30 rebate. The program will begin March 1st and is scheduled to end on December 31st or when funds are exhausted. Rodney Price, KNSS News. At today's meeting, the Sedgwick County Commission will look at a pay plan for emergency communications and spending federal pandemic grant money. Commission Chair Ryan Beatty tells KNSS News it's a big meeting and everything is important. We're going to also hear the appraiser's annual report. Uh... Uh, property value trends in Sedgwick County. So we're going to hear about, you know, what, where are we going to use as a baseline as we go into the 2025 budget as, as property values. The commission will entertain a purchase agreement for a building to be the new election commission headquarters near 37th and Rock. Beatty commented during his weekly appearance on the Stephen Head of the Morning Show on KNSS. 
The search for a missing 11-year-old girl abducted in Texas coming to a tragic end. Polk County Sheriff Byron Lyons made the somber announcement that ended the search for Audrey Cunningham. I sadly announced that Audrey's body was located at the Trinity River on the U.S. Highway 59. The little girl had been missing since last week. She was last seen with Don Stephen McDougal. He's being held on an unrelated charge. But Polk County DA Shelley Sitton said because of evidence they have... We believe the appropriate arrest warrant is going to be for capital murder in the death of Audrey Cunningham. The county medical examiner is determining the exact cause and manner of death as this investigation continues. Gernal Scott, Fox News. Crime is proving to be a growing concern among migrant communities. Chaotic video shows a group of NYPD officers struggling to arrest a man inside a migrant tent shelter on Randall's Island last week. Fired up residents pelt these officers with backpacks, cushions and water bottles. Police say they were called to this scene last week when an unidentified suspect got into a verbal fight with police and refused to leave forcing these officers to try to physically remove the suspect. He was ultimately arrested for trespassing. Also in New York, a 45-year-old Amazon driver was charged by police after he tried to fight back after an alleged 26-year-old drunk illegal migrant exposed himself to the driver and tried to steal packages. Fox's Matt Finn reporting. Now look at the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. The unusually warm weather pattern continues today across Wichita and south-central Kansas. Temperatures fell into the 40s overnight. It'll become partly cloudy today with a high 75. Clearing late tonight as the front moves through our low 44. Breezy on Thursday with a high 62. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holliday. Now mostly cloudy, 40 degrees at Wichita Severe Weather Station 98.7. And 1330 KNSS. Stephen's head of the morning, KNSS, 850 here on this Wednesday morning. Three big things. Three. City Council approves a nearly million dollars to improve Wichita parks and facilities. Two. School district will hold public hearings about plans to close six Wichita schools to save money. One. Two men charged in the Kansas City parade shooting. Three big things, Stephen Ted on KNSS. Traffic volume is getting thin out there, and that's uh, good news. We've still got some really heavy traffic after an accident happened eastbound on Kellogg, and it's right around Seneca. Got some really, really heavy traffic in the area. Probably best to avoid that if you can. Again, that's eastbound on Kellogg, right around Seneca. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. It'll be mostly sunny today with a high of 73 degrees. Partly cloudy tonight, the overnight low 42. Thursday, sunny, breezy, bit cooler tomorrow. Tomorrow's high just 60 degrees. Now mostly cloudy. South wind at 3 miles per hour. 40 degrees at Wichita Severe Weather Station, 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. The Dow closing down 64 points Tuesday. NASDAQ was off 145. And the S&P down 30. This morning, the Dow is trading down another 104 points. The S&P is down 15, and NASDAQ is down almost 98 points. And local business news from the Wichita Business Journal. A vote on a key incentive for Vantage Point Properties' planned $90 million luxury apartment project in downtown Wichita has been deferred for a couple of weeks. There are concerns over the financial components of a parking lease agreement tied to the development. 
Wichita City Council voting 6-1 to one yesterday, delaying a decision on approving both a letter of intent to issue up to $95 million in industrial revenue bonds to help pay for the project's construction at the northwest corner of Washington and Waterman, and also a related agreement that would allow Vantage Point to use up to 185 parking spaces located in a nearby city-owned lot for tenant parking. Vantage Point, led by prominent Wichita developer Paul Jackson, is planning to build a five-story, 370-unit apartment building on about three acres that have been largely unused for years. Spirit Aerosystems is opening an engineering design center in Shebang, Malaysia. The company announced Tuesday during the opening day of the Singapore Air Show. The center increases the engineering capabilities for Spirit, which is headquartered in Wichita. Located at the company's Malaysian factory, the center includes 24-hour engineering services. Spirit's engineering team in Malaysia already designs a part of the Airbus A350 freighter and A350 XWB ultra-long-range jet and is a key partner to the A220 wing program. Spirit also manufactures the plug for certain 737s at its plant in Malaysia, and that includes the plug that blew off midair during an uh, Alaska Airlines flight in early January. That's business news this morning. From the Wichita Business Journal, Stephen Ted in the morning. And a uh, hundred years ago, on this date, the opening of the new four-day dedication services for Wichita's new million-dollar high school building officially presented to the city that evening, uh, 1924. Of course, that's the big, beautiful building down on Douglas that is now East High School. Uh-huh, big four-day dedication ceremony. They just have one high school at that time. Yep. It was before North was uh, open. North would be the second. It would be number two. The first time Wichita branched out to have two high schools. Wow. That was 100 years ago. Okay. That's yeah. still a great-looking building a century later. Oh, I think it is, too. It's, it just East High looks great. Really kind of imposing there. Yes. It's kind of a structure, you might say. Kelsey Grammer's having a birthday today. He is uh, 69 years old. and You know, I liked him as Frazier on Cheers, but once he got his own series as a talk show host... That thing was taken off about the time I started back in radio with us at KNSS at 98. And uh, it was just fun to, hey, I'm in talk radio just like Frazier. Yeah, made a great <laughs> living playing the same character on two huge shows. And, and see, his, of course, his brother Niles was uh, brilliant stuff. Absolutely brilliant. And his dad, what was his name? John, John Morgan, Mahoney. Mahoney. Mahoney, yeah. He was great. Had his own chair there. And, and the, what was the dog's name? Eddie. Eddie. <laughs> In fact, I have a sweatshirt at home with a picture of Eddie on it. That, <laughs> really? That Stacy got me, I think. And then, uh, of course, they had that. What was the sports guy's name? Bulldog. 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 And he was a character. And oh, that show he was... just had gang of, he banged yeah. a bell or something. The show was full of great writing and yeah, fantastic characters. Kelsey Grammer. He's a he's a several Emmy Awards for that over the years. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Coming up, we've got uh, the Glenn Beck Program, as always, here on KNSS. And Gladden talks to Tucker Carlson about interviewing Putin today. Top of the hour news here on KNSS. Two men face charges now in the KC Parade shooting. So if you missed any of today's show or just want to listen again, go on the Odyssey app. Thank you for listening. Stay tuned for Glenn Beck, the Dana Last Show. News updates all day. Stephen Ted in the morning on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS Wichita. Looks like another great day with a high around 73 degrees. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.